What's going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to just another day. Just another average, day, another dollar. Another average, boring Thursday evening, and we Nothing have going you know, on. a pretty exciting shakers <laughs> list. So uh, we'll see. And I, I heard there may be some other news. I don't know if we'll be able to talk about it or not. It wasn't really big, but uh, no. you know, something like. Oh, well, what was that? Where'd that come from? But what? anyway, uh, welcome to the comic book shakers of the week. This is where we pull the stuff. But while you guys are congregating, you know what? I got, you know, DJ Curse isn't here on Thursdays, but he's here in spirit. So, you yeah. know what? He's going to shake it up for you and uh, let's do a little shake it remix. Shake it up. like uh thinking uh every week i'm gonna do a different shake it song so That's next dope. week expect taylor swift shake it off oh. uh the cars shake it up shake it up uh, mm -hmm. shake it up i was like you know, i was thinking man there are a ton of songs that have shaking going a whole lot of shaking going on so uh you know what you know we'll stick with shy d we can do some other ones shout out to everybody in the live chat welcome to the cover price shakers of the week this is where we look at the top not um, there's like 50 of them on the cover price website but basically books that sold for a lot of money yeah, so they're not quantity sold, but value sold. And we take a look at some and and uh, try to figure out, you know, why these are jumping up. Because, you know, the obvious ones are FF48s and all these. But we think this is a pretty uh, fun list. Well, once again, the show is sponsored by our friends at CoverPrice.com. Go over to CoverPrice.com, sign up for a two-week free trial, and you can get all this fun information such as price guides, collections, add to your trends, and see the values of your book. Also, our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop got sweatshirts that we're all wearing today, except for Otto, that uh, I guess... He's not cold enough. He wanted to show off the guns. Uh, if you go look on Otto's Instagram, oh, he, he doctored that photo. That's not really him. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, you can get uh, Lords of Longbox hoodies and pullovers, and it is getting it is even getting chilly in Southern California, I dare say. Uh, also, our friends over at KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. Go to KRSComics.com. Our friends over at Rocket Comics. Tim, the Lord sent you get 20% off your first pressing order, be it one book or 20 books. And uh, next time, every other time you get 10% uh, off. So once again, this is the Shakers list. Let me bring in my esteemed panel of guests. Otto from the Grotto, say what's up. 
What is up, everybody? We are moving and shaking tonight, and maybe we'll talk about a little bit of something that we saw today. Uh, who knows? We'll never know what happened. We never know. You never know. Yeah. Speaking of not knowing, Dark Side Jedi, <laughs> say what's up. Uh, duh. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Great list. I'm wearing a hat because today is a really good day for me. So if you're referring to... We're being uh, very, like... Yeah, you know what? We'll but talk hey, about it after we Wars, do man. the cover price top 10. But if you didn't know, Disney had their earnings call. And yeah, that's Kathleen Kennedy. And that's all the stuff that's coming. By the way, uh, we told you there's going to be a Sokotano uh, solo series as well as a Lando series. So you yeah. should pay attention to the Lords. But uh, so basically, Disney had their earnings call. And we'll talk about it after the Shakers list because, you know, this is important stuff, too. So uh, let me pull up my thing. And we're going to start off. This is in no specific order, meaning there's no value to it. If anything, it's an alphabetical list. So uh, let's start off with number one. And since it's alphabetically, it's the first. And it's a DC book. And uh, Ryan's a DC guy. So what That's do we right. got for the first Shaker of the week, Ryan? Well this week number first the number first uh it's brightest day number four it's the one in 25 ivan ray's variant um this issue is actually the first appearance of jackson hyde as we know as aqualad um this gorgeous variant is gaining attention as jackson will be featured as the dc future states aquaman um with most of the most of the future focus on yara the new Batman Red X. This book just start um, is just starting to move, and could be found at your LCS back issues. I think it's time for you to get out there and start hunting. Hello. Yeah, there you go, Ryan. You're right there. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. All right, I'm there we go. So that was number ten, right? Number ten on the movers and shakers. Where'd Tim go? So I mean, this is um, one of those things that people are speculating in future state if you haven't known i mean you know they've already announced they said who the uh, i love this the, character too the because new, the new black Young batman Justice. is right it's tim fox mm -hmm. um lucius fox brother i believe or one of them but uh i remember this is one of the better runs of green lantern uh brightest day and then it was the dark night the darkest, uh, night. darkest, darkest night, night was yeah. what this priest this uh followed darkest night yeah, so um, these are good, and then they just really kind of waned off, and you know, you know, Mar you know, DC just does Batman and stories now. So you know, that was back in the day when they used to do a little bit of everything. Flash. But I believe was this guy is um, uh, Black Manta's son, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm, yeah, Jackson Hyde. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I, I'm, I may be thinking Young Justice. Maybe that carries into the comics as well. But I'm pretty sure. Who would have known this random book would be uh, Brightest Day number four? But, you know, it just goes to show it's also the variant. So it's a one in 25 variant. So Brightest Day number four, CCC 9.8, so for 225. Look at There's that. another All cool right. variant with this one with um, uh, fire, uh, Firestorm, but it's like the evil version. It almost looks like those Marvel zombie variants, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, with yeah. the way that then again, the brightest day where they were zombies. So there yeah. you go. So, yeah. all right. Now, what's next on the list, Otto? Dude, we got shaking number two here. We got the ice cream man, right? Oh, we, this again. Oh, this is it. Well, this is good, though, because this is great. Yeah. I, you know, for an independent story, this is image right here 2018 ice cream man number one. Even though Quibi is dead, and I doubt some of you even heard of Quibi, 
uh, Quibi was a streaming service that failed miserably, and it was only supposed to be on like your your portable devices. And it actually like six second episodes or something like that, or six minute episodes. Yeah, yeah they're like five, yeah. six, seven minute episodes. They and they launched, made tons of money, and then boom, they were gone. boom done. So that was it yeah. for Quibi and the properties in limbo. But add that this- to the 2020 stuff, uh, <laughs> stuff that just you know came and gone. Yes, exactly. Quibi, which will be the bottom of the list, though. But, you know, it's in limbo, but it hasn't slowed the sales of this book. Um, You know, a CGC 9.8 sold this week for a new height of $570, which is great. And then you've got all the Dr. Seuss variants, which I think are fantastic, too. So Ice Cream Man's here to stay. And it's not for kids, everybody. It's not for kids. So, (laughs) yeah. So the last one sold a 9.6 sold for 210. Which right. tell, I mean, that's not even a nine. And this is a book from 2001. So typically nine sixes, you know, from that time, you know, they weren't. I mean, this came out in 2001. That's crazy that uh, people are doing that. But this is just one of those weird books. I never seen this ever before when I was going to comic shops. So uh, it was no. one of those weird indie titles. So there you go. when I re- what put this on the map was that uh, Dr. Seuss cover. The Dr. Seuss cover. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I got the I got the last one that came out. They just came out with another Doctor Seuss cover, mm-hmm. and I just said, eh, well, you, you know, know maybe, the, li- maybe lightning will strike twice." But no, and the best know. part about those books is they're written as Doctor Seuss stories, as oh, are they? horror <laughs> stories. Yeah, so <laughs> it's cool. it's neat. It's good stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. All right, right so here. Ice Cream Man number one, the uh, just plain old uh, regular cover that just looks so kid friendly, but it is so not, not. kid friendly. <laughs> so be, buyer beware. All right. Uh, the next book up, shout out to my man Manny, who uh, I know uh, Manny and Pi Ray Jr. are the biggest fans of this that I know. What is it, Ryan? Masters of the Universe number eight from Graham Crackers. Good Lord. Yeah. These uh, MV Creations Masters of the Universe books are pure gold to you collectors out there. Um, everyone wants them, as, like it appears, because this Faker variant from Graham Crackers may be the most coveted. Uh, it had a high sale price of $670, but there's a note on eBay. You'll see that there were two sales. There was a 670 and a 2k sale. Uh, the two, and the short version is that the seller selected the wrong shipping and needed it refunded. Uh, so the first sale order was refunded, relisted with the correct shipping. So the seller relisted at 2000 to prevent someone else from buying it outright. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that is really that is so basically he bought it for six seventy. So the guy, you know, there were some issues with the shipping. So he said, I'm gonna relist it, but I'm gonna put it at a mm-hmm. really high price so nobody sells it. And then right. he bought it again. Um, and our guys over at Coverwise confirmed that this is yep. sale is one hundred percent legit. So they reached out to figure out who is who Sometimes and they don't actually isn't yeah. isn't a bad thing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool that he that is very cool. Is, I mean sellers is, like that are awesome. Well, I mean, you know, he probably, I mean, because you could probably go around eBay, but, you know, big sellers don't want to do that. They don't want to get in trouble with eBay. But, you know, other eBayers would be like, hey, uh, send me your email and I'll see what we can yeah, do. Yeah, in code, you know, in code. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, there's a way to put your email in a uh, e- in an eBay message because if you put straight up your email address, they'll, they'll block they it. it. Yep. So you have to space it out and spell like the word dot and the word com. You know oh, yeah, know? hookers do that. Uh, <laughs> How would you know that, Ryan? Jesus. James knows. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, really, Ryan? Tell us a little yeah. bit more about yeah, this. So what, out, like a Craigslist thing number, or something? Or they'll, or they'll, uh, you know, spell out the number four. <laughs> but bring flowers, so, bring flowers, guys. But where do you so get nice this? Girls. Is this on uh, Craigslist? Is this yeah. a Craigslist hooker? It could have been. Could have been. All right. 
Well, this show's Crack not for page. kids, so there you go. Ask your Uncle Ryan how to get hookers from Craigslist <laughs> and stuff from the Canadian border back over to the U.S. Uh, that's Up what Ryan butt. is good for. So that's this Masters of the Universe number eight, the Graham Crackers covers. Nothing special except for uh, He-Man is blue for some reason. <laughs> I yeah, think I, I had the blue He-Man action figure. <laughs> What? Or it, or it turned blue underwater. Something I'm remember. Or maybe I'm just dreaming. But I could have sworn there was a toy. Uh, that I think you're you're high on. with your hooker. No, with you right now. I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead. Move on so to number. Master Universe number eight is uh, yes. on the book six seventy for a raw copy. Says this. All right. What? Oh, this one's exciting. I haven't heard of this guy in a long time. What is it, Otto? No, I have no idea. I'm still laughing about the hookers, but that's okay. Oh, okay. But here we go. This is Shaker number four, you guys. This is Scud, the disposable assassin number one from Fireman Press in 1994. Look at this. If you've got this in your log box, you are a true collector of... I remember when this book came yeah? out. Yeah? Really? Okay, not I. Mm-hmm. I wasn't collecting it at the time. But uh, this is a fun and smart series created by Rob Schraub. Uh In the 90s, Rob was a longtime co-writer with, with Community creator of and Rick and Morty co-creator Dan Herrmann. In fact, Scud appeared in early animation projects featuring Rick and Morty's original personas who were really Doc and Marty. Scud was also once optioned for a film in 1997 at Oliver Stone's company, Illusion Entertainment. Never happened. This first issue hit a new high of $375 for a CGC 9.8. I've never seen this book in long boxes. I've never seen it on shelves. It's hard. It is very, very hard to find. One of those yeah. kind of small, really independent books that came out in the night. I mean, the nineties were littered with these kind of independent books that didn't even, you didn't even know the companies were going to stay around longer, but comic books were so popular at the time. It's just, you know, we're talking about time when the tick came out and teenage mutant right. Ninja turtles came out and, you know, so, you know, there was room for everybody back then, you know, besides Marvel and DC, this is when Valiant started, you know, image started. So everybody wanted to get into the comic book business. So you got Scud, the disposable assassin, number one. All right. All right. So back to the list for Ryan after he's yep. done with looking. No, it has his, been uh, confirmed. There is a blue He-Man toy, the faker. There you go. So that's yep. the, so that's probably why that book is hot. If you think there's a, a Smurf He-Man in your future, go on and get that on your 2020 <laughs> card. But here's something people have been looking at yeah. that's uh, been on our top ten, and now it's Talk on the about a hot list. series, right? Yeah, something is killing the children. Number six. This is the Jenny Friesen one in twenty five sketch variant. That is gorgeous. It's very cool. Very cool. I love it. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Hack Slash. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, something killing the children. It's one of the most valuable new series on the market right now. Um. It's packed with multiple expensive issues and variants, including this Friesen 1 in 25. Upon release, it was mostly selling for market. However, over the summer, it started jumping in price with a high sale of $385 for a 9.8 on November 30th. This week, it sold for a huge $299 raw, you guys, raw. 300 bucks. <laughs> That's crazy to me. This Every time that, I see that raw yeah. price, it blows my mind. This is um, what we like to call yeah. the uh, 2020 effect. It shows um, no signs of slowing down. You yeah, guys. so uh, a raw copy sold for 299 So whoever got yes, this uh, 9.8 on November 30th got a deal for Good it. For if uh, 300 for a raw copy, but we showed Shit. the graded copy there. Um, so this is the su- this is the summer of 2020 where I would say uh, uh, no controversy or pause, whatever YouTubers say now with that. I don't still understand that pause thing, by the way, that some of you guys do. But this has been the summer of 
market manipulation. Uh, it could be a random YouTuber. It can be a Instagrammer, a Twitterer, or whatever. And it's pushing it. Typically, things have always been pushed by news, of by movies and TV and stuff. Uh, I don't know if this has been option. I don't think it's going to be option. I mean, if you remember God Country, when Donny Cates said, yeah, I'm making oh, a movie boy, yeah. about this. Whatever happened to your script, Donny Cates? Uh, yeah. I haven't heard anything about God Country. But, I mean... You can also look on the other hand, it's it's a cool organic growth on it since it's, you know, uh, a comic book. But, you know, people have been uh, people have started looking back on smaller studios now for doing stuff. And this has been the year of long titles. Yeah, really. Something is killing the children. Four kids walking to a bank. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we have them every week. That is the new trend. Whatever. You know, there's no such thing as just. Justice League or the Avengers right, right. or Batman, you know, Adam. it's gotta have, it's got, it's almost like they're, they're naming these after novels. So something is killing the children. Well, Number six, the Jenny Friesen one in 25 variant is selling like hotcakes, but that's actually a pretty dope cover. I dig it, man. All right. Oh, next up on the list. Otto is a character you guys should recognize. That's right. We're spider Gwen. Number one, the Dale Keown, uh, the four color, uh, grails book, Marvel comics, 2015 right here. We've covered this, uh, while we've covered this hard-to-find Spider-Gwen variant, we wanted to share a new market height of $550 for a CGC 9.8. Everything Spider-Verse, very hot right now. This is just a reflection of it. You know, if it's not Miles, it's Spider-Gwen. And as as Miles starts to go up, Spider, Spider-Gwen is going to start to go up. So, And it's creeping up, and you can see it all. It's very linear. Very, very linear. Very linear. There you go. Very linear. By the way, linear, linear bingo they use the Check word it. linear at least a hundred times during the Disney uh, earnings call today. Right, a hundred. Unbelievable. I'm telling see? you, they said linear so much, I was yeah. like crazy. So what's interesting about this? This is a four color grail. Four color is almost like Phantom. They were one of the first online retailer or online variants. I mean, look, it's 2015. I mean now. You can't throw a rock without hitting somebody. I mean, our, our boy Karis Comics, and then we got Frankie's Comics, the Comic Mint, and all these other 789 comics. You know, there's tons of these, but Four Color Grail is one of the earliest ones because I have a Descender one that's a Four Color Grail variant as well. And there, and Phantom was probably the first one that I remember. So maybe people get nostalgic with it, but, you know, mm-hmm. with all the Spider-Man 3 news that's dropping right now, I mean, we'll talk about that later too, but this has been a huge week of news. Um that uh it's just mind-blowing i mean you know they're just like you know what fuck it it's the end of the year we weren't able to do comic-con let's just you know drop as much as we can so so there you go spider gwen number one this is the first i think the first solo series after edge of spider-verse when she really really started getting popular so uh dale cohen keon i don't know how to say his name yeah yeah But we shall see. Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, number one. Pretty cool. Speaking of spiders, we got another spider on the list. What is it, Ryan? Well, Spider-Man, number one, platinum variant. I mean, we've this book is a 90s book of all things. And it's another new market high. $2,501.01. That's a very specific number for a CGC 9.8. Well, that means that it was a 99 cent auction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't a buy it now of right. 499 or 500. It was there. That's the way I like to do my auction. Set it at 99 cent. Let's get buck yeah, wild with this. See where it goes. Yeah. So. Me too. But this platinum variant was the stuff of legends back in the 90s. It was yeah. a variant you heard rumors of, but you weren't ever sure you were going to see it. 
uh, fast forward 30 years and this variant proves that 90s comics aren't so worthless after all, ladies and gentlemen. So the most recent sale was December 9th and a 9.2 sold for 425. So that's crazy. I mean, this Spider-Man number one was was when Todd McFarlane rebooted Spider-Man for his own series. And if you remember, they had the black cover, the the regular cover, they had a ton of them. So this was at the height 1990 when they just went explode and this is man if you want to talk print runs yo this print run is huge I'm not you know the platinum variant probably not as many as the the other ones but you know this is uh Todd McFarlane at the height of his powers doing Spider-Man and that's uh that their pose has also been one of the most uh homage or swiped uh, yeah. ever you know Todd likes to homage himself a lot so uh, there you go Todd father <laughs> yeah. all right so Spider-Man number one the platinum variant all right well, oh that's it what, our first Star Wars book on the list yes. what we got Otto could you believe it took us that long to get to number eight when we're talking about uh, another shaker right here is oh. the Star Wars the force unleashed mini comic book right here now we got a mini comic book from uh 2008 and listen to this one so this is a star wars the force unleashed was a video game released in uh 2008 love this game merchandise included a novel graphic novel toys and digital tie-ins the story focused on darth vader's secret apprentice star killer this promotional free mini comic sold through the online star wars shop contained an excerpt from the graphic novel since many focus on the first comic appearance over the graphic novel this is the first appearance of star killer and get ready, everybody. It had a raw, had a high raw sale of four hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow! My God. All Star My Wars, God. raw. Yep. Star. Fun fact, right there. Lucas uh, George Lucas's original draft, Luke Skywalker's name was actually Star Killer. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's why it was kind of cool that they used uh, his name for this game. Uh, and I, if I recall and, this game, uh, he started off as an apprentice to Darth Vader, right? Correct, yeah. and it was played by uh, what's his name that does Darth Maul on oh, Clone Ray Wars. Park. Ray Park. No, no, no. Ray, uh, oh, Clone the Wars. Okay. Oh, actor. the voice. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I, I can't think of. His I wonder name, what a but... mini comic looks like. I mean, it's not quite an ash can, but I would imagine it's a, a in between an ash can and a, a regular comic, right? Yeah. There's like an ASM 300 that I have. That's a mini comic. You know, um, you can find them. It's they're out there but that's pretty Damn, neat. 500 bucks i've this that's pretty actually dope cover i kind of dig it right now so <laughs> it really is lightsaber anybody want to yeah. be my secret santa send it to me <laughs> hook a brother yeah, all right so uh, star wars the force unleashed the mini comic is coming in at 500 bones for a raw copy wow all right what do we got next ryan another look another hey, star wars what do you know book? what do you know what do you know star wars canon number or canon canon uh number six so this is this is there's a lot to go over on this one um and as we see there's a ton of star wars market heat right now um if you're a casual star wars fan who's been drawn back to the awesomeness of the mandalorian there's a lot to process for everyone uh the various characters names timelines of where everything uh falls is understandably hard to follow while we can't lay it all out right here after dr afra canaan number one is and this issue number six um are the next Star Wars books to pay close attention to. Timeline-wise, they fit right into the current Mandalorian timeline with Sabine Wren. We've heard her name now for a few months, rumored alongside Ahsoka. Um, many are speculating that if Ahsoka turned out to be true, maybe Sabine and Kanan are not far behind. Hence, both of these issues are highly trending and jumping in price. Sabine full appearance in issue number six is a steady $400 for a 9.8 right now. Amazing. So the, yeah, there was some 
some debate or contrivacy about mm -hmm. what the true first appearance is. You know, at, you know, at first everybody was saying Star Wars Kane and uh, right. Star Wars Kane number one. And then people argue back and forth online because they're idiotic and they do stupid shit like that to push an app. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but either way, you know, the market decides it's not up to, it's not up exactly. to an app. It's not up to a person. It's not up to a YouTube. And later on, we're going to see what the market decided on something. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy, it's it's how go. the market, it's how the market dictates. But when people start to try to massage and manipulate and manipulate the market, that's when you're a dickhead um, straight yeah. up. Uh, straight up but still a cool book uh, you know get the whole series and i was just thinking that man if you were watching a mandalorian and you had not watched clone wars or rebels you Dude, would be I've, lost i've been telling people you got to go back and watch clone wars and they're like oh it's a cartoon i'm like no, no listen no. i'm telling you if you like what you're watching right now on mandalorian Sabatano, nobody knows her outside of i mean she started in clone wars if you had never watched clone wars you wouldn't no, know right. who sokatana was you wouldn't know exactly. who bo -Katan was you wouldn't know a lot of this sabine exactly. Wren. So, I mean, I don't know if Kanan is coming. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck you guys. Uh, he dies, okay? Kanan right. dies in Rebels, okay? So, uh, but there could be a Kanan prequel series. But what's that? What's here's why, you know, at the I'm going to spoil it now. All right. So you, here, I'll give you guys. Okay, <laughs> Do it. So, you, well, it back, end, you can't hold back. Five, end, four, three, two, one. Okay. You've got enough time. Okay. Go. Boom. Fuck off. At the end of Rebels, Kanan sacrifices himself and he gets killed. And Ezra Bridger and Thrawn get sucked off into hyperspace or something on a, one of those fucking space whales. I don't know what to call them. They're a force whale or some mm -hmm. shit. So at the end of the series, Sabine Wren and Ahsoka Tano and one other person, I forgot the other person, they go out in search of Ezra Bridger and that is the finale of Rebels. And I mm -hmm. wanted to talk this for a while because that story has not continued Right in the novels or in the comics, we have yet, the only thing we've seen in this Canaan series all happened before the um, the finale of Rebels. My theory is Filoni is saying, "Pump your brakes on the comic side and on the novel side. I want to finish telling my Rebels story, uh, be it live action or animated." And I'm hearing it's going to be live action because they announced Ooh. their slate today and the next animated series has already been announced and it has nothing to do with Ezra Bridger. My guess is when they do the what we heard that they were going to make a Rebels type live action series that's not going to be called Rebels. We also got word there is a Sokotano series that's coming, which is, should be no surprise. She's super popular. But Ezra Bridger's story is not done is what I'm saying because there is a story there where they go that's and they funny. try to find Ezra Bridger. I mean, that's why Rebels is so great. It starts off a little slow. You're annoyed with Ezra Bridger. Uh, but then, oh, you know, you see, I mean, he's you. got, he's got a lightsaber blaster for God's yeah, sake. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But, Tim, that final scene though, just talk about if you guys just, you have to watch it, but the score at the end will just, any Star Wars fan from Soup to Nuts would absolutely. Well, and the Ahsoka story, let's not forget about that. Yeah. Well, uh, her meeting with some, unbelievable. A, certain, a certain someone, that scene needs to be played out live action. Yes. We're going to talk about it after this, but we have to talk uh, I mean, about some of the Star Wars stuff that was talked about today uh, by everybody's villain, Kathleen Kennedy, who seems <laughs> to me bringing up some pretty cool shit. So, uh, you know, they give us what we like. Yeah. So we won't be mad. All right. Star Wars Kanan number six, the uh, arguably the first appearance of some characters uh, or first full appearance. If you think it's, you know, what, get them both Star Wars Kanan number one and Star Wars Kanan number six. So it's those two. 
All right, what is the last one, Otto? Look at that. Yeah, we, we got another. Over, we should have done over under on Star three Wars. Three in a row. Three in a row. You finish it out with three. Star Wars: The Clone Wars, number one, limited to a thousand. Dark Horse, twenty-eight. This is the book that caused the massive heat waves across the Star Wars books. You guys watching this fifty-dollar uh, variant rise to a current raw price of. $2,475 and 4K for a 9.8 as one of the, been one of the most impressive market market performers of 2020. Look at that. Unbelievable how this book has just shot up and just gone up in price and people are just all over the place looking for it. And just I know. Poor it. Dark Horse, man. They're yeah. the ones that start oh, and God. then they don't even have the license anymore. Yes. <laughs> it's, oh, they sold it for peanuts on a dollar, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know if how they Marvel got the license back. Do you know? I mean, is that is there what the no, story is? No, I have no idea. That? No, I have so, no idea. There you go. People are snatching up those Star Wars books, man. I mean, that's cool. I mean, because Disney has all the money in the world to throw at people. Well, I mean, and they when they bought got, Marvel, they took Star Wars back. They bought the the uh, rights for Aliens, or I maybe mean, they got the oh, rights for Aliens yeah. with Fox because there's an Aliens comic that's coming out real soon too. And then they, didn't they buy Fox as well? So, well, they have all that. I mean, yeah. is Fox was Aliens done by Fox? Fox and uh, Aliens and Predator? I'm not sure. I know because they have the, they have the comic rights for Predator and Aliens now. So that's remember why that was showing up on our list. Um, but it's interesting because um, you know all these you know. With the High Republic is a comic that's coming out um, soon, um, and and if you didn't, we'll talk about. Actually, we'll talk about that in a second. But actually, let's talk about it now. Um, the High Republic is a new comic that has yet to come out. But yep. as you see there, during the stall, the Disney earnings call today, uh, they had a, uh, a Lucasfilm panel, and this they said there's going to be ten Marvel series and ten. Star Wars series on going to Disney Plus. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And that goes up, so does the price. So yeah. So you got Bad Batch is the anime is the only animated one. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Acolyte takes place during the last days of the High Republic. Pay attention to the Acolyte. That's the one that's the only one that's in the timeline of the High Republic. The High Republic is the comic that's coming out, but it takes place at the they say the final days of the High Republic. So we don't know how many of those characters we're gonna see. Rangers of the New Republic and Ashoka Tano take place in the current timeline of the Mandalorian. Um, so those are the two. Rangers of the New Republic, I've never heard of that one, and it sounds dope, though. Um, yeah, it does. So that's going to be taking place around here. There's also going to be a Lando series, Rogue Squadron, which is going to be a series directed by Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. How dope is that? And yeah. Andor is basically a spinoff of Cassie and Andor from a Rogue One, which Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars uh, films. I love that film. Hands down, top But two. I think Rogue Squadron could be like uh, like that too, because it's just about fighter pilots, right? Isn't yeah, it? right. You know, like if you notice, there wasn't much magical force. To, uh, well, Darth Vader, of course, at the end. But right. uh, so that's a major get. Nobody had that. Nobody guessed that Patty Jenkins was going to be directing a Star Wars film. That's crazy. Uh, so Lando is, uh, we kind of get, we had a inkling on that. Our man, Mikey Sutton told us about Lando is coming. A droid story is something that's going to be more for the kiddies. I saw Star Wars visions. And I think, um, uh, obviously, you know, Willow coming back is another uh, big thing. Cool. I got mm-hmm. this graphic from our friends at beyond, the, uh, beyond the blast doors. You can see their name up there. Shout out to David and the crew at beyond the blast doors. But there was a, that was a ton of stuff that dropped and we'll probably try to talk about it more, but, um, there's one more book that's on the list that we want to talk about that is absolutely blowing up and huge, hugely, bigly. 
If you haven't been paying attention, man, this book here, Marvel Previews number ninety five. This sold tonight. Tonight. Yep. We just we, we just literally East. pulled this Suspect. graphic up tonight because here are the notes that I got on, on it for yesterday. So this book is easily one of the biggest head scratchers of 2020. This issue of Marvel Previews offered July solicitations for September 2001-2011 comics. It features the first appearance of Miles Morales in costume on the cover and a preview inside of Ultimate Fallout number four. Number four, the Dejervic variant, one in 25 variant, amongst others. While preview books have always had a niche collector base, you know, we never seen it to the case where a preview book would overtake the first full appearance ultimate follow-up number four, especially in such a dramatic way. But then it also overtook the one in 25 Dejervic variant that auto sold yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a nine, eight last week sold for $7,418 and another copy just sold for $9,700. And this copy just sold today for $9,800. Seriously. Wow. Adding to that, there's, you know, obviously that it keeps going on up and up and here's, there's been some chatter online about, you know, what's going on with this. I will say this, the last two, Sales for nine thousand seven hundred and seven thousand four hundred eighteen were from the same uh, eBayer. Correct. The same guy bought those two, and so let me just dispel at least one uh, con- uh, you know uh, conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory is that he is listing his own books and buying his own books, and I can confirm to you that that's not at least I don't think is accurate by not you know pretty close because. The same guy who bought those two books also bought Dark uh, Nemesis Prime's uh, Marvel Pews in 9.5 for a paltry 4200 about three weeks ago. So this one guy, I don't, you know, you don't want to put him on blast, but this one guy has bought all these. He did not win this one, though. He was the second to the highest bidder. Somebody else outbid him. Uh, his last bid was 9700 and this bid came in at 9800 Now... Somebody could be trying to manipulate the market, and if they are, shame on you. Fuck and you. you know, and that sucks because the you know the, I don't I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently somebody is sitting on a case of about three hundred of these. Right. But I will tell you this: the person who did buy these are real are a real eBayer because they also bought Justin's book, so it's not like they're p- posting it. And buying it themselves. So why, you know, if they did that, why would they buy Justin's book for forty two hundred and buy these? So to me, it could be uh, somebody with really deep pockets and just bad at speculating at comics, and they're going out. Or they just got money to this. burn, or who knows? Yeah, but you know, and here's the editorial portion of this show where this can be dangerous because it can give an inflated value of the book. Obviously, right? If one guy is going out and buying all these and he has the and he has deep pockets. In other words, this guy doesn't care how much they cost. He's going to go out and buy them. It's like Eminem is a comic collector. You think he's going to quibble? He's going to pay whatever it is. So I don't know if they're driving up the prices. I would just say if you see the market getting flooded with these and they probably won't because as you know, uh supply and demand. If you if flood, they do watch out where they're coming from. If you flood the market, there's not going to be the same value for them right Right. the key is to slowly let them trickle onto the market um but it sets a a dangerous precedent if it is true Uh, to me i don't know what it is i know who the person is that bought these so when i when i saw that he bought these first two i sound that found it fishy but then luckily uh, our boy nemesis prime said hey the same guy who bought those bought his 
and they're all the way on the East Coast. And so, you know, I don't want to say I don't know if they have any direct connection to any comic book shops or any online retailers or anything on that. But, uh, you know, so I meant. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Uh-oh, that's work. I don't know what it is. Dread just came over the room. I still yeah. have Halloween as my thing. <laughs> but yeah, man. So this book today hit $9,800. This wow. is a preview book. This is the madness of 2020. I don't I know. I see what this book is uh, five years from now. Yeah. Well, I mean, so when Miles, it's eventual that Miles will make his live action uh, appearance, right? It's just a, it's a matter of time. So what will happen to this book? Because obviously the previous book has a lower print run. Uh, you know, it, it's not even a comparison to Hulk 180. But a lot of Hulk people think previous is bullshit too. So right, well, absolutely. I mean, but what's happening is if one person's buying these up, then other you know, people have a tendency to be uh, followers, and they just assume if you're buying it, I should buy it too. And what's dangerous is a, a fool in their money is what they say, right? Yes. It, if I have tons of money and don't know what I'm buying, you know what? Hey, throw 10 grand in it. I'll take it. But, you know, so just throw on the lookout. We did some research on this, and it was the last two sales on this before today was from the same guy, and he also bought Nemesis Primes uh, for 4200 Wow, he got a killer deal on that one, huh? He yeah, paid he a whole yeah, four did. grand less for 4200 He just doubled his money. But what's interesting, we know now he has three copies of this. And he was one of the last bidders on this, but somebody else beat him to this bid. So I don't know. And he spent $14,000 on his three copies. I was just say, if somebody is out there sitting in a box of 300 of these and are are making people shill bid on these to get up higher or shame on you then, because Mm -hmm. that's what really fucks it up for everybody who wants a decent copy. Gold place in hell for you for that. Uh, well, there's uh, hopefully a hot place in hell, so they just yeah, that's what I fuck. <laughs> uh, but yo, we're talking about that's the Marvel stuff. Yeah, well, so uh, so Marvel dropped some news today. So they saved the best for last. And my man Kevin Feige said, "Hey, I just came here to talk about some stuff. I got a couple trailers. You want to take a look at this? So uh, we got trailers for." Uh, WandaVision, really dope trailer for Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Really cool trailer for Loki. Loki. A first, a first look at uh, Miss Marvel. And there is footage that we couldn't see. Every time there was that uh, timer that went down, and they were asking like trivia questions, those were for for uh, the inve- actual investors of Marvel, like our DC, or excuse me, um, Disney. Okay. So the, those people had a private link. And so they actually saw those other footage that we were not privy to. Um, uh, so that's why I was like, am I missing investor. something here? Yeah. yeah so. so what was uh, your favorite? Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was my favorite. Right, I, Soldier. I, I, Ryan, I how close. about you? What was I your haven't favorite? seen him. I didn't get a chance to oh watch it God. yet. I'm going to go watch all that stuff. Loki was unbelievable. I forgot how much I like Tom Hiddleston as a, lo- as a Loki oh, character. He's great. I like him as an actor. It's just unbelievable. So much to the point where I'm going to go out and maybe buy his first appearance and spend a couple bucks for uh, Christmas for myself. Well, yeah, even yeah, the Merry Pixar Christmas. stuff look good, man. The, that movie sold. Man, the animation on that looks incredible. Yep. And for those who know who John Baptiste is, he's the uh, he's the uh, the band leader for the Stephen Colbert show, and he's a true jazz musician. He was actually uh, used as a consultant for this film, and he made a soundtrack for it, an all-jazz soundtrack that's on vinyl for Soul that John Baptiste did. Great musician from New Orleans. Incredible Incredible artist, but also we finally got some other news that it, it was amazing how Kevin Feige just you know fucks with the collectors and he goes, Oh, we're doing Thor uh, Love and Thunder, and uh this is the cast, and Christian Bale is gonna be Gore 
the God Butcher. Oh, that's such a great cat. Yeah. And what's oh, interesting, what's and if you want to see our long term spec, here you go. We had Gore the God Butcher on our Thor long term spec. I just dropped the link in there. It's right around the I will tell you right now the 18 minute mark of that episode there that we dropped on August 2nd that we had Gore the God Butcher, but we didn't know who's going to play him. But now we know it's going to be Christian Bale. We also got confirmation that Kang the Conqueror will be in Ant Man and the Wasp, and it's called Quantumania. Yeah, it sounds kind of silly. Um, Also, we got the uh, director of the Fantastic Four was announced. Oh, God, I wish John Watts, I do believe, is the name of the director. Was it John Watts or Mark Webb? One of the two. Help me out in the live chat. I think it was I think it was John Watts. Um, I'll tell you right now. Damn it. I can't remember. I don't remember which one it was, but it looked, you know, they throw that up there. The what if was unbelievable too. animation. I think we saw some Marvel zombies in there, and you wonder what um what spikes that gonna cost. It was Watts, is everybody saying? Yeah, John Watts. So John Watts, I believe, also did the uh Spider-Man movies, right? Yeah, he did Spider-Man uh Homecoming, so and Far From Home. Uh so John Watts is now staying in the Marvel family and is gonna be doing the Fantastic Four. They didn't announce any uh casting for it, but they got the director for it, John Watts. Um they also they they showed eternal stuff for the investors, but not us. Damn it! Uh, but the I love how the gore gore the god butcher was like. Oh, by the way, Christian Bale's going to be gore the way, god butcher. Either way. <laughs> also, we got confirmation of a, a spec we did a while ago that War Machine is getting his own Disney Plus series, and it's called Armor Wars, which is also ba- there's a comic that we've comic been talking Armor about Wars, on the show yeah. called Armor Wars as well. Um, God, what else am I missing? So basically, they said in the next five years, there's going to be ten Star Wars shows. And 10 Marvel shows. And I don't think Marvel said anything past the year 2023, 2024. So this is definitely in this phase of stuff. Um, yeah. uh, what else am I missing? So Ant-Man and the hey, Wasp. Go back and watch it. Yeah, Thor well, Ragnarok is Gore to God Butcher. Uh, yeah. We got Kang the Conqueror. Chris Loki. Evans playing Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. Not that that's something. Oh, that looked awesome. Are you kidding Chris me? Chris Evans. Evans. Yes, so they're basically Buzz taking Lightyear? the Buzz Lightyear yes. toy and they're saying it's a real actual story. And Captain America, Chris Evans is going to be the voice of Lightyear. It's going to be a, a Pixar film. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Oh, yeah. Riri. What about your girl, Riri, Tim? Oh, I'm sorry. And also, a uh, scoop we also did a while back is a Riri Williams series is coming to Disney Plus and it's going to be called Ironheart. Yep. There you go. There you go. Go, go, Invincible Iron Man books. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got the FF announcement. It was a minor. I mean, they saved it for last, actually. One of the last. uh, And the other really kind of big news is in a real touching moment where uh, Kevin Feige talked about Chadwick Boseman passing away. And the big takeaway from that is what we've kind of been saying here is that they will not be recasting uh, T'Challa. Right. So Great it's going to be somebody, uh, other characters, and uh, they're not going to be taking. So T'Challa will, you know, be written away or somehow, you know, they're going to pay homage to him. But the t- character T'Challa on the Black Panther films will not be recast. In other words, they will not get another actor to play T'Challa uh, for the Black Panther sequel. So uh, there was a ton of stuff. I'm, I don't know if it's being able to be replayed, but, man, I sat through the entire four hours. I, <laughs> so I was eating my lunch. And after I watched it, I just realized I was sitting in total darkness because it was started at one thirty, and then I, I hadn't even turned on the lights because I was sitting there. I watched even the National Geographic stuff looking interesting because there's a there's a there's a show coming up with uh, Thor where yep. he does some stuff, and uh, I I dug it all, man. I dug it all, absolutely oh. gobbled it up. I'm gonna say this right now, man. 
rest in peace, Netflix, uh, because HBO Max and Disney Plus are coming out the box strong. They are right. coming out the box strong because, you know, Netflix has been diddly around with yeah, black ass movies called The Second with Christian Ryan Felipe, some other whack movies. And then uh, HBO Max said, you know what? We got the Snyder Cup. We got this. We got some other stuff. And then Disney go, hey, hold my beer. Look what we got. And so, yep. man, the streaming wars have officially begun. And Amazon's remember, Amazon, going, hey, we're Amazon, here Amazon, yep. Amazon, I in my in my uh, I I M H O in my humble opinion, yeah, I think Amazon has already bypassed Netflix for quality, definitely by quality, now by quantity, quality, but quality. Agreed. If you look at the boys, agreed. if you look yep. at the, the what's the, the show you finally saw, Jack Ryan is Jack getting Ryan. another season. Oh yeah, Jack oh, Ryan so is good. excellent, so yeah. good. Took you guys three years to tell me how good it was. I, I, t- I told you about it like yeah. all the time. And I'm like, like, my God, season one is awesome. And you're like, you dumbass. I've been telling you this for yeah. three years. To so, watch I mean, it, you know? Netflix's uh, saving grace is they have uh, the kids from Stranger Things, right? And that's on its last season, if you think yeah. about it. I mean, I, Netflix makes some weird decisions. Like, some of the best shows they do, they don't continue. And they keep on. up with their price. So, like, uh, Sabrina, The Chilling Tales of, of Sabrina. I love that show. I, I absolutely love that show. It's like a take. It's a darker take on Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yep. Uh, it's got like Satan worshiping, all kinds of crazy shit. That show is great. And they ended that. Uh, they're doing away with Stranger Things. I mean, you know, we got Umbrella Academy. Um, but uh, supposedly the Mark Millar stuff is coming soon. Because remember, the, the they showed pictures of Jupiter's Legacy, which is yeah. Mark Millar's. So the, supposedly they have Mark Millar stuff and they got Rob Liefeld stuff. Right. Well, it's going to happen soon because you're going to see some, they've got to start firing back at this or people are going to, you know, what we're talking about the water around the water cooler is when other people, when, when I, mean, I, want to say, like, I have pretty much, dome, you know, yeah, I have pretty much all of the services and I watch Netflix the least. Yeah. Yeah, Probably. good point. Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings is also coming to Amazon Prime. Thanks to in the live chat. I totally forgot about that. They're basically taking it uh, three hundred years, I think. Uh, yep. So it's it's the age of when the Targaryens first come over to Westeros is when they're doing the uh, Lord of the Rings. Why are you Lord of the Ring geeks out there? Uh, no, excuse me. That's, 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 yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I was mixing it up. That's a Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. That's yeah. coming too. Yeah. That's the Game of Thrones prequel that's coming. But this is the Lord of the Rings that's coming as well for Amazon Prime. And I, the reason why I mix it two up is because the Lord of the Rings is saying it's got the same big budget as Game of Thrones. So, yes. you know, they use that as a template. Um, wow. but because because Game of Thrones, they got some ours. God damn it. Lord of the Rings <laughs> has tons of stuff. And Lord of the Rings is more high fantasy mm-hmm. then game of thrones is considered low low fantasy until uh, you know season six and seven came where there's all kinds of dragons and shit but low fantasy right. typically means it's more gritty and dark where high fantasy is like more magic and yeah. things of that you know what i'm saying so lord of the rings it's has always kind of been more uh high high fantasy than uh and speaking of which uh rest in peace to uh, richard corbin man the the guy who did den he passed away today man oh really so you remember den from uh, heavy metal yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he passed yeah, away yeah. today. So Richard Corbin okay. was uh, Robert Corbin or Richard Corbin? He was go look him up. He did some great, great art, and we just lost him uh, for 2020. So Debo passed away too. Did you see that? What? Yes, for Friday. Friday, Debo passed no away. Today. Yes, you can look it up right now. I just, no I just, wow. yeah, Debo radio, not radio, but um, Rich, yeah, Richard Corbin. I'm sorry, yeah. Captain Crunch. Debo, Debo passed away, huh? Yes, wow. my God, look at that. Was he sick or something? Or yeah, uh, who knows? I don't know. You know, pretty, I haven't really found big dude, man. He's pretty big, too. You know, my God, yeah, man, he's just crazy. got that crazy one eye, but otherwise, he's pretty <laughs> no, big. So. Hulk Hogan, he was in the Hulk Hogan movie, and yeah, all that, Zeus. Know? There you Zeus, go, Zeus, that's Tiny right. Lister, Tiny Lister, yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Zeus from before you were wrestling fans, but I, he'll always be Debo. Yeah, you know he'll always I mean? be Debo on Friday. Yo, what I you got in my drink? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how'd you change? Here come Debo. Uh, yeah, man. So it was a heavy. Uh, and we haven't even talked about Spider-Man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, so here we go. We need to bring and back the you know, I just heard, did you hear the casting news that Dark Side Jedi was going to be in the new Spider-Man movie also? <laughs> you believe that? My yeah, God, everybody crazy. in the movie. Everyone is, isn't it? So, I mean, if 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 we're your only source of news, I'm just God waiting for them you. to talk to Thomas Hayden Church. You know, yeah. then you'll have the Sinister Six. Yeah. Yeah. If we're your only source of news, God bless you. But if you didn't know, uh, Spider-Man 3 has pretty much confirmed Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, as well as uh, Kirsten Dunst and uh, Emma Stone. Is Emma, that her name? Emma Stone? Yeah. I The latest thing I heard is Emma Stone will be coming back. Um, Not as Gwen, though, as Spider-Gwen. Live oh, action. All right. So there you go. And well, yeah, because this is obviously a multiverse thing. So she's well, going to get What's interesting is Kevin, Kevin Feige briefly mentioned Spider Man 3, but he didn't really show it because that's, you know, a lot of Sony stuff. He doesn't want to give Sony the shine, but he did say, and it'll tie into Doctor Strange. So right. there you go. You got all the got multiverse stuff. Right so we got the seedlings of into the Spider-Verse live action with multiple Spider-Mans and the Sinister Six. Because you got Electro, who is uh, Garfield's. You got uh, Alfred Molina Doc. has already yep. been cast as, or he's coming back as Doc Ock. And that is, yep. uh, uh, what's his name? Tobey Maguire's villain. So mm -hmm. now, I mean. It's Michael be... Keaton. You bring back Michael Keaton shades of, you know, you had the Vulture. And then you've got... Mm -hmm. uh, Right there, if that happens, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But, you know, I haven't seen Kirsten Dunst in a long time, but she could be long in a tooth because she literally has like a tooth that's. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that hope they fix that. You know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but the, what they need to do is redo uh, that iconic scene from Spider Man where he's hanging upside down and she kisses him. Yeah. How many wedding pictures have you seen? Or uh, uh, what oh. they, uh, when people get, uh, you know, those stupid pictures people take? Uh, right. Those are too many engagement pictures. Engagement pictures. There it is. Yeah. And how many times have you seen somebody try to do the Spider-Man thing hanging right. upside down, you know? Um, but, yo, huge week of news, man. We should bring back the weekly show. Well, you know, know. what? Because now once the gates open, we'll do that. We'll do a show on two, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Shit. Speaking of Saturday, Ooh, boys and girls. Saturday? Big. Segway. Saturday around 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. We're going live with an old Go school on. scoop. Man, Mikey Sutton. It's a scoop combo long-term spec list. And if you paid attention today, sometimes our long-term spec list pays off, man. So we got it. It's coming. It's a Sony project. And I will tell you this, it's vampire related. No way. You can't Ooh. put all that together. Then uh, I don't know what to tell show. you. So uh, Saturday, show. we'll be dropping this, um, this scoop. And it comes along with a long-term spec list with about six, seven characters. Cause this is uh, for a film franchise. So, Tune in on Saturday. We'll probably go uh, 5 or 6 p.m., depending on how everybody's schedule is. It is Saturday, and you got shit to do, and you're basically on quarantine. So just yeah. hang out with us, man. Tune in. Tune in. Yeah, hang out with us. So, um, and I was talking to uh, Mike, uh, my man, the big to-do, um, who still wants to um, do a, a charity auction. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, with the way COVID is and everything, may just do a virtual auction so um you know i don't want to people to just mail stuff back and forth but i would say if we do one we can do a big auction where you actually come on camera and you show your book and we'll auction it off and all the proceeds will go to charity um uh hopefully something i'm trying to figure something out 
Uh, I'm going to talk to Mike tomorrow to see what we can do, see if any other YouTubers who do auctions are interested in doing it, uh, something like this where all the proceeds go to charity to help out for uh, Christmas, uh, for Toys and Tots, and for local food banks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, any last words, Dark Side Jedi? No, I got nothing. It was fun tonight. A lot of great news. Otto, good to see you, Tim. As always, everybody in the live chat, thanks for joining us. It's always so much, so much fun. And Otto, I'm pretty sure, I think you got some big news, right? Yeah, we got some big news coming up. Tomorrow we're having a Christmas party. I hope you guys can join us, right? Oh, so Merry Christmas. The, uh, the third year that the Three Men in the Basement are hosting our Christmas party. It's going to go from 8 to 10 Eastern time. So I hope you guys can join us. We've got lots of stuff to, um, first of all, we're going to have trivia. We've got three rounds of trivia. A lot of people in the comic book IG community and on the YouTube community have um, donated stuff to us to make this a very successful Christmas party. We're going to go from 8 to 10, so please, uh, it's up. So hit that reminder button, get ready. Myself, Roger Levesque, Dave in the Cave, we're coming at you for two hours with all Christmas stuff. We want to talk great things, comic halls. We've got AOKs. We've got so many things to give away from so many so many people in the community. For example, Box Heroes is donating a box. Coverprice.com is donating six months of free membership. The Big To Do, The nice. Defects donated, Very Gary, Uncle Frank, uh, Rocket Comics, the list goes on and on. We've got stuff to give away and to have a great Christmas party because you know what? You can't go to Christmas parties anymore, so come hey, hang out with the three men in the basement. Not? You know, why and not? And so. for your trivia, for in honor of Alex Trebek, you should put all of your trivia questions in the form of a Jeopardy oh, question. question. There you go. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Maybe I'll talk <laughs> to you. Let's see if Otto can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. That's, uh, you know, let the executive producer. I have a feeling there's going to be some eggnog drinking at this party, so no, they may not be able to. So you know, they may not be able to. So no, there you, go. you don't got shit to do all weekend yep. long. So come and quarantine with Three Men in the Basement, 5 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, and then yep. come with the Lords at 5 p.m. Pacific on Saturday for our uh, Morbius scoop. I'll just say it since you guys have pretty much figured out a uh, Sony vampire. <laughs> There's mm -hmm. not many of them. Uh, until next time, boys and girls. So we will see you uh, tomorrow on Three Men in the Basement and Saturday. Come back for a, lar a big Morbius scoop with a long-term spec list. Till then, boys and girls, keep digging in those long box, and I'm going to send you off a little something, something. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is a